Connell Tribune, 12th of March 2020. A fascinating survey about soccer supporters based in Ireland. I was fascinated recently to read a report on a soccer survey by Corp University and the Irish Times, Weekend Sport, 29th to 2nd, 20. It was an in-depth analysis of the impact of football in the UK by Irish soccer fans. It's a fascinating subject and the cohort who fly Ryanair every weekend to London, Manchester, Liverpool and Glasgow probably could merit a doctorate study in Trinity or NUIG. But in my opinion, the PhD would reflect very different results from what the study for an atlas of Irish sport to be published by Cork University Press came up with. I'm writing this as someone who's been travelling to Glasgow since 1969, so obviously I'll hold my hand up and say I'm a Celtic supporter. There's a difference in just being a fan, but hopefully not writing in a biased manner, but just trying to be objective and writing from personal experience over 50 years. I do understand that the Irish Times, as with the rest of the press in the Republic, mostly focus on the English Premier League, and the coverage of Celtic and the SPLP is minimal to say the least. The Irish Times is my paper of choice, but to see more coverage of teams at the bottom of the EPL than Celtic or indeed Rangers, two of the biggest clubs in world football, is beyond comprehension. This saying leads into the survey and an article on it. Like all polls, we're only talking about 1,033 people. Where did they get the 33? Out of a population of 5 million. And then even at that, I presume the survey was only in the Republic and didn't include the six counties with another two million, so that would skew the response immediately. The beautiful game is the game of the people and shouldn't recognise borders. There are seven million in Ireland, 32 counties, and to get a proper perspective and support for teams in the UK, you would need the stats from the whole country. Saying all that, soccer's a minority sport in Ireland, well behind the GEA, and been challenged by rugby for numbers playing the game. And that feeds into another reason not mentioned for the numbers travelling to the UK to watch soccer teams. Just looking at the tables for the provinces and nationally, according to the report, Dublin is Man United 37%, Liverpool 29 and Celtic 15 Leinster, Liverpool 37%, Man U 29 Arsenal 14 and Celtic 12 Munster, Man U 35%, Liverpool 24 Cork 24 and Celtic 15. Connacht Ulster, Man U, 27%, Liverpool, 27 Celtic, 13 And nationally equates to Man U, 33%, Liverpool, 29%, Celtic, 14%. Do the figures not look a bit dubious to you? Man United and Liverpool, more than double of Celtic nationally. Arsenal, more fans in Celtic and Leinster. Cork, more fans in Celtic and Munster. Man U and Liverpool with more fans in Celtic and Connacht Ulster. And when we talk about Ulster, are we talking about the nine counties of Ulster or just Donegal, Cavan, Monaghan? Man U apparently have 535,000 fans, Liverpool 482,000, Celtic 252,000, Arsenal 161,000 and Barca 143,000, even Cork 107,000 fans. Cork City, that is, not the Gaelic teams. How did you work out these figures from a poll of 1,033? Apparently Celtic have just 1% of 18 to 24 year olds, 
while Barca have 6%. I presume they're saying man you Liverpool of the rest. As Stanley Baldwin once said, lies, damned lies and statistics. We can make the stats give us any result we want, but surely it's apparent from the above stats they must have been plucked from the Fianna Fáil, Finn Gael policy on homelessness and housing. Arsenal has more fans than Celtic and even Cork at 107,000. Ah, for fuck's sake, a League of Ireland team who get an average 7,000 at the gates, showing more fans than a club that gets 60,000. Arsenal, I'm 66 and I've rarely seen anyone wearing an Arsenal jersey on the streets of Ireland, north or south. When RTE shows soccer on RTE too, the largest, largest viewing figures from RTE themselves are for the Republic international team, followed by Celtic and Man United in the Champions League. Figures that RTE have reduced themselves at times. As for Connacht Ulster, there are more Celtic supporters in Donegal than there are fans of EPL clubs combined throughout Connacht and Ulster. If we then include Derry, Tyrone, Fermanagh, Armagh, Antrim and Down, the numbers go into overdrive. The stats for Celtic supporters travelling to Scotland are probably available from Stena Line, but it runs into hundreds of thousands over the season. On a Champions League night, up to seven coaches might leave Letterkenny for Glasgow at 4am for the 8am ferry from Belfast to Kernran, which then leaves Parkhead at 10pm after the game and arriving back in Donegal at 5am the next morning. Now that's what you call support. I've never seen Man U or Liverpool with anything to compare. Also, I might add into the equation, Rangers have massive support in the six counties and travel similarly in massive numbers, yet they don't even make it into the survey. Leaving aside the stats, which honestly seem weighted to get a certain answer, we have to look at the questionnaire and questions posed and the responses received, which more than the stats show that the majority of respondents were fans of the English clubs, but not supporters. There's a massive difference. Fans are people who have a liking for a certain team through no great conviction. They might like the colour of the jersey or pick the team by sticking a pen in a newspaper. Maybe it was peer pressure from some friends or, uh, or just uh, sure it'll be a bit of crack in the pub on a Saturday night. Supporters, on the other hand, live and breathe the team they support. The reason for following the team can be family, friends, location, history, emigration and they travel to see their respective teams in the flesh and have been going for many years, some almost from birth and others in their 70s. They make as many trips as possible in a season, following the team all over Europe. They have a passion for the club that is palpable. It dominates their lives, either going to games in the flesh or watching on Sky, maybe even listening on the radio. On last Thursday, I was in Glasgow to see Celtic in the Europa League, disappointing as it was. On Saturday I watched Dublin and Tyrone and TG Cahar. Then on Sunday afternoon during, during Storm Horgay I watched Celtic and St Johnson in the Cup and Premier Sports. On Sunday night I watched Real versus Barca and El Clasico and Mobdro. Riveting viewing after watching the singing priest and dancing with the stars. But that's what football supporters do, but the difference with football fans is that they just watch games in Sky in the local pub or at home in a fire stick and I think going by the answers given in the questionnaire the majority of people who contributed to the inflated stats on EPL teams are just fans. Reasons for supporting the team 17% liked some players 
14% through their friends, 14% because they were successful, 13% through parents and siblings, 8% lived close to the team, 8% family and historical links, 5% the team name, and 3% like the colours. Key active ways to support your team, 32% travel to games occasionally, 26% watch and sky, 14% supporters clubs, 5% travel regularly, 3% season tickets. How important is your team to you? 29% important, 27% very important, 20% just interested, 15% not very important, 9% central to life and an obsession. I think this is the most revealing part of the survey. If you look closely at what the respondents are saying, then it becomes apparent very quickly. They're not football supporters of a near fanatical football landscape, which you get at Celtic, Man U or Liverpool. More of a soft fan base of people who enjoy watching the games in Sky in the pub with their mates. If they win, great. If they lose, no big deal. It's not going to spoil their Saturday night. That's the difference being at a game in Parkhead, Camp New, Old Trafford or Anfield. There's a passion that creates an atmosphere which you don't get watching on TV. The old firm, El Clasico or Man New Liverpool create a special occasion which you have to be there to understand. And that's the difference between supporters and fans. Television has created a major interest in football since the 70s, mostly for English football here in the Republic. Firstly we match of the day in the 70s, then the big match on UTV in the 80s. Later in the 90s, Sky opened up a whole new world with wall-to-wall -wall coverage of the EPL. And in the modern era with dodgy boxes and fire sticks, we have football 24-7 at our fingertips. Modern technology has brought the game to millions around the world and return brought millions to the filthy lucre into the coffers of the major clubs, which has distorted football with a financial elite in five countries throughout Europe, dominating the Champions League. This in turn has seen a generation of kids in Ireland taking an interest in EPL clubs, parents buying the latest club strip for 70 euro at Christmas, and a lot depends on who is successful at the time. So in the 90s for a period, there were lots of Leeds supporters around Letterkenny, next Blackburn, then Arsenal, before Man U took over for two decades, then Chelsea, and now Man City, with their obscene wealth from Russian oligarchs, Arab princes, and of course, never Liverpool are now back in vogue again. So how do you get wee tag in some village in darkest Leitrim saying he's a Chelsea fan? Or Plunkett and Tipperary following Man City? Dervla and West Cork a fan of Wolves? And even Sorica and Kalani taking a leg into Acton and Stanley? To paraphrase Mihal and Murti, areas not known as soccer strongholds. They mightn't have a clue where the teams are from, but as long as a yummy mummy as dads dodged to fork out 70 for the latest shiny jersey, sure who cares. The jerseys are good quality at least, and will last until the next away kit is revealed, or the third change kit. So the survey conveys a rather convoluted appraisal of an attachment to English football, which is prone to hyperbole in the extreme. Yes, thousands of kids claim they are fans of EPL clubs, but it's only through the medium of watching an odd game in Sky. Only 5% travel to games regularly and only 3% have season tickets. That's hardly undying loyalty to your preferred football club, considering they're only an hour away and an Ryanair flight. 
So it's really the equivalent of the millions of fans Man U and Liverpool allegedly have in Korea, Thailand or Malaysia. Because that's all they do, they watch games on TV, but at least they have an excuse, they're 7,000 miles away. Irish fans have just a short trip across the Irish Sea, but that's a trip too far for many apparently. Now I'm not disputing the genuine supporters of some of the top EPL clubs, Liverpool, Liverpool, Manchester and Birmingham. All our cities where major Irish migration took place, especially post-famine. And with the five-day working week established and the advance of the railway network post-industrial revolution, all these contributed to the working class embracing soccer as the game of the people and the Irish in the UK as much as anyone. But the modern embracing of the beautiful game within Ireland is an anomaly with the League of Ireland and Irish League attracting little interest while football people focused on the game in Britain. But the stats the survey provided don't suggest that Irish people are flooding into the Emirates, Villa Park, Goodison, Ellen Road or the Etihad in great numbers. The study gives a few examples of guys going to see Leeds and Villa, but to be honest, exactly how many Irish people are travelling to Ellen Road or Villa Park in any given season. As for Liverpool and Man U, obviously they're a different proposition. Their fan base in Ireland's massive and their travelling support high in comparison to any of the other EPL teams. But in my opinion, it could only be equal at best with the travelling support that Celtic attract from all over Ireland. Although in the main, from the six counties in Donegal. Just to be at Belfast Harbour to see the coaches arriving to board the Stena line for a trip to Scotland is amazing. It's hard to see the same situation replicated for Belfast to Liverpool or Dunleary to Hollyhead for London teams. The major stats of the survey quotes, Ireland's most supported teams claims that Man U have 535,000, Liverpool 480, Celtic 250, Arsenal 160 and Cork 107. It would be interesting to see how these figures were arrived at. Is it a guesstimate? Did the academics just pull the figures out of the air? Because it can't be from the other stats produced because there's no way they could deliver these figures. Barca is almost 150,000. Now I know they play the beautiful game better than anyone else and were probably the best team of all time, but I don't imagine many season ticket holders in Balamina or Balna. Cork were 107,000, yet they only get 7,000 at games and the fans only have to travel up to Turner's Cross. Celtic only half the total of Liverpool Man U, Yet if I presume that doesn't affect the Celtic support in the six counties, you could double the Celtic support to the equal of the other two with ease, and that's of accepting the stats for the EPL are accurate. So to wrap up my observation of the survey, I feel it has been presented as a de facto situation re EPL football and Irish interest. It's a business model that sells papers, radio stations, RTE and Virgin cover it extensively. Sky rake in millions through their pay-per-view sports channels. Jerseys a 70 euro shot fly out the door of sports shops. The EPL has become a license to print money since evolving from the Football League in 94. But my theory on all this is while they're dominant in a country the size of Ireland can't compete in the financial stakes with the EPL, Celtic are the equal of anything in that league and have a supporter base in Ireland equal if not larger than the rest. They definitely have a history and tradition which the English clubs cannot come anywhere near. They are just football clubs, Celtic are an institution. There are only so many football clubs that are recognised around the globe. 
Madrid, Barca, Man U, Liverpool, Inter and AC Milan, Bayern Munich, Boca Juniors, River Plate and Celtic and Rangers are right up there. Instantly recognisable by their jerseys and Celtic's green and white hoops, possibly more than any other. No matter where you go in the world, you'll always see someone on a Celtic jersey. There are more Celtic supporters clubs all over the world and by far more clubs in Ireland than any other team. Every turn in Ireland is a junior team with Celtic in their name and play in the hoops. Every town is a recognisable Celtic bar and no matter where you travel throughout the world there's always a pub where Celtic supporters gather to watch games. In America they meet at 7am to watch games in New York, Boston, Philly, Chicago and San Francisco. I honestly don't see that happening with EPL teams. In 2003 Celtic brought 80,000, myself included, to Seville for the UEFA final versus Porto. Only 20,000 had tickets. The rest, like myself, watched in pubs in the city. It is the largest movement of football supporters across Europe ever, recognised by UEFA with a special award, unfortunately not the cup. It was a special day, the worldwide Irish-Scottish diaspora meeting up. In 2007, Rangers brought 100,000 supporters to Manchester for another UEFA final about within the UK. Incredible numbers, but the two clubs of fanatical support and a rivalry unequalled in the EPL. It might be for a lot of the wrong reasons, but their history and tradition make it the most explosive derby in the world, except maybe for Boca, Juniors and River Plate. For their supporters, the football is everything else, their whole lives revolve around it. The survey said only 9% had an obsession with their club. I can guarantee in the case of Celtic supporters it's 100%. During the Great Depression days of the hungry 30s they used to say when we had nothing we had Celtic. Another old cliche was maybe meeting someone at Everest Base Camp in the Amazon or in the Amazon jungle at 4.45 on a Saturday and their first words were how did the Celtic do? I know it's anecdotal but it's what makes Celtic different in why they attract 60,000 every week in a relatively poor league. It's definitely not to see Partick Thistle nil, as Billy Connolly used to say. But the whole Irish connection, the foundation in 1888 by Walford from Ballymote with the soup kitchens to feed the starving poor Donegal migrants after the famine, to the 1950s and the threat to put them out of football because they refused to take down the flag of the Irish Republic, and still today it probably flies over Parkhead. The Glasgow boat from Derry, which brought thousands over the decades, People travelling with cattle made famous in Little John Lee's play. The divided society which witnessed sectarian bigotry worse than Belfast and the Irish traded as second-class citizens until the modern era. But then the pride as the European Cup came to Glasgow first before any of the big English teams. And then the new millennium, millennium and the total dominance of Celtic as their rivals floundered. Martin O'Neill, Neil Lennon and Brendan Rodgers Zadok the priest, Seville, Ryanair flights from Derry and Belfast, Dublin, Cork, Shannon and Carrick Finn. And still Stena Lane from Belfast to Cairn Ryan and the drive through Burns country and Gulf Territory, Turnberry, Troon and Presswick. Arriving in the east end of Glasgow and walking up the new impressive Celtic Way and paradise awaits. Stunning on a European night under lights, the noise, passion and atmosphere. You'll never walk alone and it's a grand old team to play for. As the green and white hoops emerge from the tunnel to a crescendo of noise, that's what football's all about. That's what brings supporters over a million every season 
53,000 season ticket holders, the biggest in Europe, and many of them in Ireland, which lead me to suggest the survey by Cork University is a bit askew. They would need to extend their research to conclude exactly who is the biggest supporting club in Ireland. In my humble opinion, they were the green and white hoops.